I'm Kevin, let's get into it. Uh, it's a rain in the background, but I'll still be able to do a good podcast, I hope. Topic of today is that humans are immortal. Okay, um, it's kind of a complicated subject. And... I've done a lot of investigation on my own. And a lot of the things in our culture and society are lies. A lot of the stories we learn are lies. A lot of the words we use every day are lies. And the reality is illusory. The reality of life is illusory. The reality of the world is, in my opinion, uh, thought. There's a lot of people that have tried hallucinogenic drugs. I'm not recommending this, but they say the same thing. They see the same thing. They see a kaleidoscope of colors. Um, what's it called? Spiritual geometry, sacred geometry. You see in the Islamic temples inside of it, it's a pattern of sacred geometry. I believe that uh, our thoughts start to create in this realm, this, um, Evolutionary, illusionary realm, and your thoughts can create, but you can only feel your thoughts unless you have some kind of spiritual insight into. Uh, I think some people have spiritual insight, but the people take in DMT and stuff. I'm not advocating for this, but when they go into these realms, they see like the same creature, they describe the same thing, right? And, um, like how do we learn? Here's a good question. We need to focus on how do we learn? Because if you understand how do you learn, then you can understand everything. You can you have comprehension over everything. And you will come to realize that everything that you learn is received. You receive knowledge, information, insight. And what's the best way to receive? Meditation. Have an empty slate. Empty empty vessel you've probably been aware like uh, your your best thinking highest thinking best thoughts come when you're very relaxed and you have a quiet mind and a peace a lot of people find um, good uh, thinking moments during like walking exercise All different uh, kinds of activities where your mind is quiet. 
you're focused on the here now. And eventually, if you haven't realized yet, you'll probably come to the realization that all knowledge is received. <clears throat> and that's how you can get access to this these high level um, in, insights. When you're very receptive, you can receive certain information. And, you know, re reincarnation, many different stories about people talking about reincarnation, their past lives. Proof. There's legitimate, like, proofs. out there and this makes a lot of sense when you think about karma and uh, what your life is now and what it used to be like uh, you could have cleaned up something in your life that you're good at today that you weren't in the past right you could have been scatterbrain in the past and now you're hyper focused or you were not good at eating healthy now you're great at eating healthy and uh, yeah the lies lies in our society are used to uh, suppress our bliss make us uncomfortable with peace make us ill at ease and affect our psychology in a negative way that's why I don't use words that are lies I don't use them because I know they're, they're lies, they're untruthful. So why would I perpetuate the untruths and lies? There is a, you know, a lot of Greek mythology, uh, how the gods were were um, jealous of man. You know, I wrote, a, wrote this paper and uh, philosophy paper. I got accepted, right? So I'm published, but I don't know if this is legitimate or not. Uh, but um, in my viewpoint, that a man is a is a certain a creative being in progress. Think about scales and degrees. Okay, consider this. I'm going all over the map here, but you know how much creative power do you have? Like, do you have ten percent, five percent, two percent? How much bliss do you have? How good do you feel? Is it eighty percent, seventy percent? If you have a percentage, if you can measure things on a chart, then there's 
You know, there could be infinite bliss. Could go on forever. Right? And if there is no time, time is illusion, then you do live forever. You are a mortal being. Immortal being. You are a mortal being. And some of these things you can't really publish in book or even if you read it, you probably won't believe it, but some people that talk, if they have a certain vibration behind their voice, you can feel and it can affect you in a certain manner, right? So they have that experience behind them, uh, like a valid, people are like tuning forks, right? So, if somebody is good at one thing, they probably have a powerful vibration around that topic. And others might be lacking in that area, you know, I think a lot, most people are this way, they're good in one topic, but then negative in another, lacking in another, we don't have to say negative, but lacking. Everything is vibrational. Time does, is illusory. Time is movement from one place to another. But the spiritual, the ec ecstatic, blissful, meditative realm is here, always, but it has to be tapped into. You can visually see eternity. You can feel absolute peace. But you're, you have to be tapped into it. This is the work of life, and this is what life is. Like, I know I do all these different topics and stuff like that, but it comes down to having no thought and no meditation. And uh, meditation. No thought and meditation. And these, these transcendent things, transcendent feeling can go above any type of wealth or fame or whatever. It's transcendent, uh, elusive uh, emptiness. can give you peace like nothing else, right? But it's at the same time, it's almost like walking on a tightrope, you know? So, man lives for, forever, but there's can be existential angst. So, when you no matter what, where you are in any timeline, any place, any different body, whatever, existential angst can 
turn you inward to yourself because it's a slight uh, pain or tension. Maybe not pain is not the right type word, but tension, uh, distance. You know, you have distance from yourself, from your true self. Sometimes that distance can only be jumped. And sometimes you can't even do the jump. You can't do the jump yourself. The jump comes from outside. That's why I say do it in nature, the meditation in nature. There's something that has to be something outside that causes the jump. It could be love for a person, right? It could be strong love for somebody. And that love, that feeling, can catapult you into eternity. And that's basically what love is. Love is eternity. That's the true realm, the true realm of, uh, of life, of existence. Is eternity. And and then we kind of magnify what, what, what our thoughts are at the moment. And our thoughts have been filled up with cultural trash, marketing, advertising, cultural lies. So if those, if the, the wheel is dirty and it's always spinning with the nonsense, you're going to keep seeing the nonsense. Like in Buddhism, they call it, I think it's called the 10,000 things, the wheel of 10,000 things. So the life is like there's 10,000 things going on, but in order to get, see the truth, you have to go inwards. And with that, when that journey comes, emptiness. And there's uh, byproducts of that journey. Like, it might not even affect your life like greatly. Like I wouldn't say, you know, it's hard to discuss, but. Uh, there's life, and then there's meditation. There's like your your town life, your town life, your working, your cultural that you're in, and then there's the empty spirit, your meditation, nature. And the nature gives you strength and keeps you attached to uh, to your inner inner self. So man is immortal, and he chooses, you probably chose to come here whether you think so or not. Could have been for any reason, 
Could I just bend for fun? You could have created the whole universe in just a blink of an eye, your waking eye. Right? Whole universe. My view, there's like a, you know, like what you might call God. And he takes on different perspectives. And he forgets his powers. Like he purposely puts himself into a game. And the game is life. And he can put himself on anywhere. Different planets, he can be animal, he can be anything. Just for enjoyment and mystery. And creative ability. And if he gets bored in the game, you get if he gets bored in the game, you can turn inwards and come back to himself or herself. And see, because if he's immortal, he lives forever. There is no downside, right? There's no risk involved. So you want to put a little risk? You want to put a little illusion over his head? You want to make the game seem more real? You want to make the game seem more real? You want to spin the emotions? Because energy is a feeling. And the feeling is... Whatever you focus on, I think, at that moment. But, um... I'm thinking how, how do I, you know, I, I'm not even sure I could prove immortality. But, you know, there's quantum physics points towards this, you know, things just, just go from one place to another, but they exist everywhere at once. So it's illusory. This is what Buddhism says too. Maya, Maya is the you know, the goddess of illusion, the world of illusion. The ten thousand things, the world of illusion. So the world is illusory, and the truths are what you have to find out for yourself. You have to investigate on your own. And a lot of these truths are now kind of being intertwined with political uh, agendas. So you have to have the strong discernment. So man, excuse me. So man is immortal. 
and he chooses to come here he chooses to be part of the game and if he jumped off a bridge tomorrow he'd be back the next day complaining about something and that's the reality right he jumped off a bridge tomorrow, he'd be back complaining about something or other, just like that. In the blink of an eye. Time doesn't exist. Existential angst is always here. To some degree, a living being has existential angst. And that angst is based around comfort. The being wants to be comfortable. And if the comfort if he loses the comfort, then he tries to find the comfort inside. A truly transcendent, um, immortal comfort, uh, infinite comfort. That's it's called samadhi and or satori. It's called nirvana, you know, peace, bliss. All of Islam is called the religion of peace, you know, for good reason. Buddhism, Samadhi, Satori, Nirvana. Christianity, it's called heaven. But in my view, you know, heaven is right here, right? This is where the eternity exists, right here. And the tree and the grass and the time space that once you, once you leave your, the time space of the mind, you can see the reality. And I'm going to wrap up soon. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. You know, I I don't really want to communicate with all my listeners, but at the same time, I, I'd like to get a feel if people are really enjoying it. I can see my views and how many views and listens I get, which is good. And it's going good. I only started a little while ago. I kind of have expertise on just a few subjects, and I don't want to stray too far from that because I don't want to throw people off guard and or uh, off. Uh, well, if you don't understand a topic, there's no point in uh, doing uh, talks about it, right? And giving people false information, whatever. So I just want to talk about what I know best and right now which is you know philosophy psychology spiritualism I'm no expert I don't have a degree I've read a lot a lot of books number a thousand books I listened you know I try and listen to very smart people, very well-read people, people that aren't mainstream. 
I, I've always had, like, uh, very had, uh, spiritual people have always been attracted to me. Um, but myself, I'm really focused on having a good life in this, in this realm, right? Because I kind of, I kind of, uh, chose the path of the Socrates, which was learning knowledge, you know. Socrates said, you, if you become a learned man, you might not be super successful in life, obviously, right? If you just focus on, on knowledge. And I wondered, I wondered, was all those books I read, was it worth it? And then I read this book, and Acres of Diamonds. And Acres of Diamonds is about story after story after story of real life things that prove that every thing, all your dreams, everything that you want in life is in your life right now. Right? In your in your town and the people that you know However much money you want to make is probably right in your life right now. You just, you haven't paid attention. Uh, the, the right person for you is, could be right down the street. Dating or marriage. The next door neighbor, you could have an amazing military career. Like I... I met a guy at the gas station, and um, he was actually uh, he was in the Canadian Navy, and he was on a, a military sh uh, vessel in the Cuban Missile Crisis. The Canadian ship at the time of the Cuban Missile Crisis, he was down there around Cuba on a ship. And there's people that they could be super successful in one area. Like I know a guy who's he makes TikTok videos to get one million views. And I've known the guy for six a year. I know him for a year. I just never, I never really uh, talked with him too much, right? Just a little bit here and there, but. Now I find out, wow, that's amazing, you know. I I do a lot of work on these videos and maybe, maybe get three, four hundred views. Well, I'm probably wasting my time doing that, right? So I'll just hire this guy. If he gets me a hundred thousand views, I'll be super happy. Because you're not always going to be great at everything. This is just a common sense thing. You know, um, you could have, like, you could have negative health, right? Health issues, but your next door neighbor, he got a garden, and he, if you ate those vegetables, and from your next door neighbor, if you bought vegetables from him, your health issue could go away, just like that. That's acres of diamonds. There's, there's a guy, and he had a, he had a farm. And 
Then he had a swinging gate, and whenever he swung the gate, it would brush up against the stone, right, the stone wall. And you could see there was a strip of silver, because the whole, this whole property is filled with silver. But he never saw the silver, he, he, he went far away to try and get rich. He went across the country or to Africa or something, I don't remember the details, but... And then he lost his money, and then he came back, and if he would have just... And then he sold his farm or something, another farmer bought that farm, found the silver, and now he got $100 million worth of silver mine out of that property. So this concept, I try to, it's like a five minutes to learn, lifetime to master, right? Which is your goals, you know, like, that's why I'm thinking about this podcast. I'm thinking, are all those books I read and all the meditation I did, is it, is it worth it? Does it have value to somebody? And so this is my giving, because you have to give, obviously, right? I'm not asking for anything from this podcast. The only thing I do is I like it's a free podcast, but I just put my songs at the end because I like to get my music out there, you know, so I'm kind of giving this, giving away my knowledge, which I have, um, to, to help people and maybe who knows what will come out of it, right? It could be a lot of different positive things. I feel a lot better when I do it because I, I feel a lot better about myself when I'm productive and um, and you have to give in life, you know, you have to give back and a lot of podcasts I get, I think suck, I get bored with them and, then, and when I listen to them I'm think like I know way more interesting stuff than this guy does, I should lay it out, right, like the people nowadays they don't even read hardly. So here I got all this book knowledge, and I've never really used it other than just to guide me towards meditation. And I just went down this whole path for like an extended period of time. I got value out of it myself, but now how do I give this to other people? So that's what this is about, and maybe if I could put people's mind at ease, right? Put your spirit at ease. Um, I think that's what the Buddhas do too, right? There's not many in the history, but when they come along, they put people at ease. And it's always the same formula over and over again. It's meditation and then a revelation, you know, an insight, uh, enlightenment, a spark. And then that kind of lights the way for the the truth about reality. Love, insight, bliss. And then you see on the TV, and it's the exact opposite nonsense. Love, 
case bliss and immortality. Big Tasty's back on the top of your feet. Rapping before I was even able to read. Another rad track is what I need. I spin rhymes with no greed, but speed in the deed, and I don't heed the lead. It's so funny that I know that you just peed. Relax, take it easy, and smoke your weed. I'm a local celebrity with tons of integrity. I build equity and eliminate enemies who turn to entities. I cement a legacy. Legacy, it's a rarity. I have two secretaries, and you're loving me. Riding in Whistler, telling it a blister. The air is crisper, it snows like glitter. Tell your sister, cause we don't stop for a bitter winter that freezes you in Whistler and your whiskers. Don't save this rap for later. For I'm not the one to be a creator or a cater or say see you later. My wife. Lives in Whistler, that's where I met her We fell in love and then I kissed her And I threw it over to my man, KT Frost KT Frost is here to rule KT's gonna jump in that pool Cause I'm never gonna stop being cool KT's gonna go back old school I'm gonna play you like a fool I'm gonna beat you up like Ja Rule You're not as cool as I will be I'm KT Frost, doing it easily I'm making this beat, it's not free Buy my and Big Tasty MP3 We're gonna be number one on iTunes We doing this shit up while you in your living room KT's going on, zoom zoom Driving by in a Lamborghini You wanna see me? I'm with the hot girl in the bikini Doing this shit up, uh Use a fucking weenie Shoutouts to my friends Catchy and Corn, Who else is known as Curtis Dre and Chacho all damn day Crowdy and Pavlo When it's cloudy Toby and Mario down in Australia Da da dee da da Mom and dad on vacation Big ups to KT Frost The mastermind and producer And all those back at the restaurant Fresh cut.